Welcome to Signs of Life, Exploring Survival of Consciousness, brought to you by Forever Family Foundation, on the web at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. I call your name, the echo is haunting, the echo is always the same. I call your name, the echo is haunting, an echo can never be changed, so I call your name, your name. Good evening everyone and welcome to Mediums and Messages on Signs of Life Radio, brought to you by the Forever Family Foundation. I'm Joe Peretta, and I'm your host for this evening. We'll be taking your calls live on air in just a minute to bring through some messages from your loved ones in spirit. So give us a call here on the show at 1-888-627-6008. And if possible, try to use a landline if you still have one of those uh, for the best possible reception. And our sponsor for tonight are Hugs from Heaven, turning loved ones' clothing into loving memories. And you can visit them on the web at hugsfromheaven.com. And we spell that H-U-G-Z. So our guest medium tonight is Siri Bernson. And she'll be joining us in just a moment. But first, we have a couple of quick updates. We all deal with the loss of a loved one differently. However, one thing is clear, and that is a belief in the afterlife can be an enormous benefit to the bereaved. So on April 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we're holding a webinar called Grief and the Afterlife, Perspectives from a Certified Medium, Grief Educator, and the Bereaved. In this webinar, a panel made up of a certified medium, Joanne Gerber, a grief educator, Melissa Gold, and an informed bereaved person, Bob Ginsberg, and the founder of Forever Family Foundation, will approach the subject of grief and the afterlife from their own personal and different perspectives. All are welcome to join and listen and are encouraged to ask the panel some questions. Also, if you haven't checked out the Netflix series Surviving Death by Now, please go and check that out if you have Netflix. It's an amazing look at the evidence for the survival of consciousness and the Forever Family Foundation and its founders, Bob and Frank Ginsberg, are heavily featured in episode four. And last but certainly not least, uh, Bob Ginsberg, the founder of Forever Family Foundation, came out with a book, and the name of this book is The Medium Explosion, A Guide to Navigating the World of Those Who Claim to Communicate with the Dead. It's a really, really good book, and it gives you an inside look at mediums who have been tested and certified, like myself and, and our guest tonight, and what that process looks like, and also acts as a how-to and gives you pointers on what to watch out for when choosing a medium for yourself. So it really is an important book to read for those of you who are looking for mediums and, and for more evidence of survival after uh, someone's passing. And for more information about us, please visit us on our website at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. Okay, so let's get to the show. We will be opening up our phone lines in just a few minutes, and we're looking forward to your calls. But first, I have to introduce our guest. Our guest medium tonight is Siri Bernson. And in addition to being a certified medium with Forever Family, Siri is a grief recovery specialist, and she's also a Reiki master. She has a master's degree in visual art and has traveled all over the world. She speaks several different languages, and she uses her gift to heal and comfort those who have lost loved ones through the power of mediumship. And I'm so happy to have her on the show with us tonight. Hey, Siri. Welcome. Hey, Joe. How are you? Good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It's nice to hear from you. I haven't seen you in a while. It's been, I think, since Florida a couple of years ago, right? 
Yeah, it's been a while because, I mean, obviously we've been in sort of a lockdown, everyone. So yes, lock- we have. Yes, <laughs> well, hopefully we get to see each other soon. Um, but we have a few minutes to chat here um, at the beginning of the show. So I, I have so many questions for you because I you are really the only medium I think I know who's like not from New York or Florida or, so, or something. Um, so I, I, I'm just curious, and I'm sure a lot of people listening are, are curious about this too. Does, is mediumship very different like in Europe? Like does it, does it function a little bit differently or are people's attitudes about it yes. differently? Like, yes. like, I'd love to hear about that. So um, I would say the mediumship in, um, in Europe is quite different from the United States. And initially when I started studying this intensely, I would say that um, America would have a lot of sort of the quick messages, uh, a quick hello from heaven and a message. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the UK, for instance, and in Europe, it is um, so much evidence that is put, um, there's so much evidence that is, uh, the, the emphasis is really on the evidence in the UK and in Europe. Mm-hmm. And in Iceland, what I've noticed is that um, where I am from originally, um, they do more transmediumship. And I've noticed sort of they're very natural in the way that they work. But I also Mm -hmm. feel like they could use a little bit more training so that it's more evidential. And I think that I think that the best mediumship is a mix of the European mediumship and the American mediumship where you have tons of evidence but you also have deep compassion and messages so it's not just a drive-through mediumship and it's not like loaded with evidence but it's a little bit of both worlds that is my thinking oh okay very cool i you know i could see that because now that i'm thinking about it i have met a few mediums very few but a few of them from um england and they've studied arthur finley and i do notice the difference in in the style of the way that they approach it um but you know what i i kind of wonder too um, and you live in, you live in the U S now, right? You're in, yes. well, I, I mean, I live in two places in, in a way I, I live in Boston then I also live in Iceland in a way. Oh, gotcha. So you're, you're between both. So I feel like culturally here in, in the U S uh, as most things here in the United States, we're kind of polarized. Um, and, and I feel like people are either all about mediumship or they're like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm, it's, it's not my thing or I don't believe in it or whatever. You know, they haven't looked at the evidence. So yes. I, I wonder, is it, is it, more of a gray area for people in in other countries or does it vary by country so my feeling is that in europe because it's been there for a long um well not necessarily longer but it's just a different like the culture has been the longer and um and i think that there's there's a different type of respect for it in europe that has been my experience and for instance when i go home and i say to people that i'm a medium um i don't get the rolling eyes Right. Um, it is treated with respect here in America. People they sort of look at me and I, I said to a couple of friends um, yesterday, I said, to them, oh, I'm supposed to be on the radio tomorrow. And they said, oh, for what? And I said, oh, for my psychic work. And they looked at me with big eyes. I was like, oh, OK. And they kind of not rolled their eyes, but they were like, oh, OK. And right. they didn't find it that interesting. So right. I know, you know, like here in America, it's very sort of either people are really into it. Or they're just totally yeah, not. It's kind of extreme a little bit, the reaction you get. And you know, you know what? I always noticed it, but I, the reason why I asked too is because I've kind of experienced it myself because I, I go to Italy um, at least once a year, every year. Um, and I'm, I'm planning on spending half the year there. I'm getting an apartment there and stuff and dual citizenship over the next couple of years. And I've noticed anyone that I've met who's, who's Italian, even if they're not that into it, there is a respect for it or, or at least a little bit of a, of an understanding maybe. And I do think it's, it's like what you said, it's like a cultural, like they're maybe their culture is a little older or 
it's yeah. just been around for longer. So I, I kind of, I have an easier time there telling people what I do than I do here, believe it or not. Yes. Yeah. So I completely agree with you. I think that also with the older cultures, they have, you know, even though that America is very um, multicultural, mm-hmm. it is very dis- divisive still, right, I right. think. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in Europe, uh, people have been there for hundreds of years and they've had to get along for hundreds of years. And those, so there is in my in sort of in my observation, there's more respect uh, from one country to another. Like you could go from Italy mm. and up to Lithuania, and um, there is respect, you know, between those two countries, even though the two cultures are so far apart. And for instance, in Scandinavia, we always look mm. at one another as cousins. Anyone for anyone from from Greenland um, all the way to Finland or to Denmark uh, or to all under the Faroe Islands, we look at one another as cousins. We're all kind right. of related. Oh, very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, you know, Even though I, people I, in Greenland, um, you know, genetically, they have nothing in common with us, the rest of the Scandinavians, but because they've been sort of a, in the Scandinavian country or in the Nordic countries for such a long time that they are still our cousins. Right, 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 right. And I guess it, yeah, it just makes the whole process easier. And, and you know, I do want to point something out too to everyone listening that uh, I think is so great that, you, um, that you've that you really lived in so many different places here because... Um, I, I feel like the, the greatest limit to my own mediumship is when I'm reading for someone whose culture I'm like totally unfamiliar with. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, I think most people listening kind of know this, but if they don't, we're really kind of pulling from, from our own experience with every reading yes. we do. You know what I mean? And there's absolutely yes. you know, every now and again, they'll make you say a word in a different language. You're like, Oh my God, I can't believe that popped up. But I think it's so amazing that you have so much, so much experience with other cultures because I, I think it, it must make you just, I mean, I've seen you read, so I know you're good at what you do. Um, but I, I definitely gives you an advantage. Um, I think in your mediumship because you're so familiar with so many different things, you know? Yes. And I think that, uh, for instance, I lived in the Middle East for a little while, um, many years ago, and it gave me a new perspective on life. And also mm-hmm. as a kid, I traveled all over the world. And um, I have to say that some of my favorite sessions that I do have to do with people from other cultures, from India, from China, or uh, the other day I did a session with someone from Chile. Mm-hmm. And um, it helps me explore uh, life on earth and communication between, you know, when they don't speak English, how do I work with it and how I work with it? For instance, I use a lot more imagery. Right. It's a little, a uh, little longer to get there. Even I've never been to Australia, even though Australia, they speak English mm-hmm. at the same time, they have different, um, cultures. And I learned the other day, for instance, um, a lady, her parents, they were from Scotland. I learned that in Scotland, there's a tradition that people, they will wear something, um, red to a funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I found that fascinating. Right. And you wouldn't have learned that without your work, because why would you be in a funeral in Scotland? <laughs> right. Know? I mean, well, well, the thing is, I mean, I've been to Edinburgh. And so when I see that and then I will mention like, oh, I found myself going to this place and this place and this place. And the people, they mm-hmm. say, yes, I understand this. We're North in England or and then I suddenly say, find myself standing at someone's funeral. And in, so with the mediumship, then the, the spirit, they will be pulling on like the red, um, you know, the black clothing with red. Right which makes completely no sense to me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That that does happen when you're reading someone from a culture you're not familiar with, but I, I, I just, I think it's so fascinating. And anyone who's listening, who is sort of apprehensive about maybe, um, you know, booking with an American medium, Siri is your girl (laughs) because (laughs) you, you, I feel like you you really do have a lot of familiarity and just knowing you the little bit that I do, you, you definitely have a, um, 
a curious nature. So I feel like you're very informed about a lot of things. So I, 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 I think that's really cool because I'm, I could read any Italian person ever, but like, you know, <laughs> so sometimes like I have a lot of, I, for whatever reason, I have a lot of clients who are Russian. I must've read one Russian person once and they told everyone that they know. Um, oh, that is funny. But, but can, can you, um, do you speak Spanish? No, no, no. I speak a little bit of Italian, but I, I can get by with, with Spanish. So it's, it's not so hard for me, but I can't do like a fluent reading in another language. No, but I I've noticed like with a lot of my Russian clients, I'll, it does take me a little bit longer to get the message because they're like bringing something up that culturally they're like trying to equate it to something I would understand. You know what I mean? Like spirit. Will yeah. Do you know um, what is really interesting? Not too long ago, I did a reading for a woman. She was Russian, mm-hmm. but she had lived in Holland for some time. Mm-hmm. And then she lived in Belgium for some time and her son had passed away. And it was really interesting for me to do a session with someone that was Russian, but I was able to communicate with her son um, in Dutch with very specific Dutch references to favorite things and so on oh, and so on. And wow. it was really, really interesting. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure it's so evidential for her because... Obviously, yeah. you, know, you were able to, it's like a word bank almost. And you had the, you had the vocabulary there. Yes. Cause I was able to describe a, a, a sweet dessert that mm-hmm. was his favorites. And, oh. you know, it's like saying to someone, do you know what broja herring is? And most people, they would have not have a clue right. what it is, but it's bread with, uh, with herring. Right. herring and it's very common in, in Holland, for instance, oh. you know, so, yeah. um, yeah. Right. So well, I was able to pull on those things that I knew what they were. And he was able to really flow with me in the session. So that was great. Good. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, awesome. I'm glad that I got to pick your brain a little bit because I was, I was wondering what I was going to talk to you about today. And then I was like, I have to ask this because I yeah. I'm, was being selfish and I was curious, <laughs> but I'm sure everyone else listening enjoyed. Um, okay. So for those of you who are just tuning into the show, our guest tonight is certified medium, Siri Bernson. And be sure to check out Siri's website at www.spiritoflight.com. Um, Okay, so Siri, ready to take some calls? Yeah, let's try. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm a little rusty. Um, I've been dealing with some health issues, so I sort of oh, um, pulled away a little bit in the last year or so, and I'm trying to get myself back in the, you know, sure. back in the. Yeah, well, I'm. I'm. This is like a wrestling match. If you, you want to tag me in, I'll jump in the ring. Don't worry about okay. it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay, cool. So I believe we have Peggy from Pennsylvania. Peggy, are you there? Yes. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you? Good, thank you. Good. Uh, so, Peggy, did you want to um, have a mini reading with Siri, or did you have a question for us? I would like to have a mini reading, please. Awesome. Alrighty, alrighty, uh, Peggy. I'm going to try my best, and and um, it's been a quite a few months since I've, I've I've been doing sort of many mini readings. Anyway, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the first thing. I feel like I need to acknowledge. I'm not sure if this is you or if there's somebody around you that either is in absolute um, love with a lot of dogs, or they have like a kennel, or they are like a dog babysitter, or they are a dog walker, or they are surrounded by two or three dogs at a time. Do you understand this? I yes. Okay. And, um, and would it be correct that are you the person then that you tend to like people that come to your house with your dogs or they tend to drop them off at your house? No, 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 it's not me. It is not you, but it is something. Is it, is it by any sense anyone that is younger than you then? Yes. Okay, because I feel like I need to acknowledge this younger person. That said, um, I feel like I need to bring through, there's a man that is wanting to come through, and I feel also that his nature was quite joyous, or there's a sense of feeling this joy, jovial energy with him. I also feel like he stands close to you, as in uh, either he is a husband or a brother, so I'm sort of tuning into, into him a little bit more. I also do get a sense that before his passing, that his passing was, 
if I may say so, I feel that I'm more in a medical, um, I'm dealing with more medical issues than if um, than sudden passing. And as I'm looking at him, I also do get a sense that I'm looking at his lungs and his respiratory system. And um, and I know that his passing the last three or four days, it was not easy. Do you understand who I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, wonderful. Is this your husband by any chance? No, it would be my brother. Oh, brother. Oh, okay. Okay, brother. Because I'm being shown same to you, like same in the timeline as an age-wise. Um, and would also be correct that his temperament was very, very jovial. Like he loved to have fun. He loved to see people laugh and he loved to come together with people. Yes. That family was everything to him. The other thing also, either you or he, does either one of the two of you have two kids or two girls? Mm, no. Okay. I have three. Um, I have three. He has one. Okay. Then I'm going to say it this way with the three that you have, are two either identical or two close in age? Because I need to talk about like two kids being the same age or the same gender or really, really tight. Um, it could be my two daughters. Okay. So you have two daughters and then you have one son? No, I have three daughters. You have three daughters. Why am I getting it incorrect? Um, I'm gonna then I'm gonna switch gears just ever so slightly. Are you in touch with his child? Um, not close, but I do speak to her once in a while. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears a little bit. It feels me there's something that I want to say to my daughter, or I want to say to the younger lady, or I want to connect with a younger individual. Okay. Um, Okay, and also the other thing also just... I'm thinking of my my youngest daughter, maybe. It could be. The next thing I'm going to say... My husband. I think it's maybe my husband trying to connect to my daughter. Okay, so your husband is passed away? Yes. Okay, you see, that's actually where I want to go with it. I feel like I'm I'm closer to a husband than a brother, to tell you the truth. The other thing also, do you also also understand that one of the daughters may have gotten a tattoo or they were thinking of getting a tattoo on their arm or on the wrist? That would have been my niece. Okay, so I've got the two. I've got the two men then. So that is your niece. I'm going to say this from your brother to his daughter. So that that is your niece. I feel like I need to let her know how much she is loved because I'm not. It feels like she's been really either missing her dad or she's been really feeling alone, or it's kind of like you know, like when people go through this uh, this phase in their life and they feel so alone or they feel isolated. Please just send her a message or have one of your kids have have one of your daughters send uh, her a message. To say that she's loved and she's really cherished because I feel like the isolation, I don't know if it's isolation or loneliness or something. Do you understand any of this that I'm saying to you? Um, possibly. Okay. Um, I'm going to leave it at that. That said, um, do you understand with one of the two men that I'm uh, bringing through that was your uh, husband? Do you understand him also having thinning to the hair or being sort of semi bald? Yes. Okay, because suddenly I feel like I can feel the wind on my head, um, and I also do get a sense that I'm... Do you understand that his passing was either quicker or more sudden? Yes. Okay, because it feels like what he shows me right now is that he did get a chance to say goodbye. And the other thing here that he shows me, um, I feel like I need to acknowledge that one of the girls or one of the kids is either... um, What on earth am I doing right now? I'm looking at tricycles, and I feel like... um, 
Is one of your girls like dealing with a lot of kids on top of everything else? Or do they have like a kindergarten or? About a minute left, Siri. Okay. I have um, one is one is, re- is recently pregnant with twins. That's it. That's it. Okay. Because I feel like there's, uh, if one of your daughters is recently pregnant, I feel like I need, oh, so maybe that is a two. Because I knew that I was being shown two, 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 two. Um, I need, feel like I need to say to you that from heaven, there's a huge applause for uh, your daughter who has the two coming. And I feel like she's going to be, um, there's a lot of joy around her, but I also feel like laughter was overwhelmed. Like that is really the the message. And the other thing also to the girl who is thinking of getting the ink on her arm, um, hold back a little bit. Don't get too many things or don't, don't get it too much. There's something about like, be a little bit more um, conservative in how you place these pictures on your arms or body or something. And I think that is from um, your brother to his daughter. Anyway, um, I hope this was helpful. And um, so just know that the two men that did come through here. Okay. Thank you. You're Thank so you welcome. so much for calling, Peggy. You take care. Thank you both. All right, Thank you're you. You're welcome. Have a good night. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Bye. All right, Siri, you're doing good. You're doing great. I don't, I don't know what you're worried about. <laughs> you're perfect. Um, okay, so next up we have Pam from Nevada. Pam, you on the line? I am, yes. Hi, how are you? All righty. I'm doing okay. How about you? Good, thank you. Did you want to have a mini reading, or did you have a question for us? Uh, mini reading, please. Awesome. Mini reading. Okay, so I'm going to start. Um, it's interesting tonight. I seem to be starting with intuitive, and then I'll jump into the spirit. Um, there's somebody that has wanted to come through, and I feel like there's a younger energy with this person. I'm not quite sure yet how they are connected to you. Uh, but I need to acknowledge either. I'm not sure if you are one of these people that you read everything or if you are a bookworm or you are a glutton for books and spiritual books and mysticism and anything and everything that has to do with the stars and and the Milky Way. And do you understand this? Um, no, not really. I'm not not so much. Not that extreme. No. Okay. Then um, I'm going to say it in a little bit different way. Um, where you are you more of a night person than a morning person? Um, a bit, yeah, I am. Okay. Yeah. The where you live, do you ever uh, do you ever get a chance to just go outside and just gaze at the stars? Why is it that I'm being shown? Like, look at the stars and look. You don't know. You know when people name stars after someone or when they look for star. Um, what on earth am I looking at? Star um, shooting stars and things like this. Do you understand anything that I'm saying to you? You know, when you mentioned the younger energy, yes. that, um, yeah, that was, I, I understand that, that, that you were feeling a younger energy. Okay, so you understand the younger energy. Then I'm going to say it this way, and uh, then, um, did you lose a child then? But a I young did. adult child, like a young adult child, yes. or like, so not like a five-year-old, but somebody that would have been like in their 20s or 30s or something. Uh, young, um, he was 18 and a half. I'll take that. It just feels like young adults, as in like, you know, like when somebody is just on the threshold of being becoming an adult, because I was going to say to you, it just feels like if I'm in my 20s or something, it's like young adult. Anyway. Absolutely, and, yes. Okay. And um, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch one thing up here. Was he also somebody that was kind of curious about either um, energy or mysticism or why he would be, why is he pointing at the stars? He's just continually pointing at the stars and the moon and the stars and the moon. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know. If he did have an interest, 
He okay. never told me about it. That's okay. I'm going to continue with it here. Uh, my feeling is that he, there's, uh, so this is your son that is coming through. Cause all I know right now is that I've got a younger male that is coming through. And, um, I also took it as sense. Do you understand that he's also someone that was, um, I feel like he would have had like two, maybe three best friends. And he's one of these guys that he is more selective on who he has around than necessarily having a lot of people around him. Do you understand this, please? Yes. Okay, because I also took it as says, um, and one of his friends would have been a lifetime friend, or like he would have grown up with him, or um, and you've stayed in touch with him. Do you understand this? I do. Okay, because you know, like when kids are playing Atari computers, or they're playing the old-fashioned computers and computer games, it just feels like we would play together. So I feel like I need to say uh, thank you to you and to my best friend that you stayed in touch because it brings you tremendous amount of joy. And also with your son here, do you also understand that his passing was really quick? Yes, it was. Okay, because I'm going to say it how I see this. I don't know if it is sort of um, um, he's in the wrong place or wrong reasons or wrong decisions or wrong. It just feels like something is just not, it does, something does not feel right when he passed away. Do you understand that? I do. Okay, and that he was also, he was not at home when he passed. No, he wasn't. Okay, because I feel like I'm out and about or I'm out, I'm out doing something. And... Um, and the other thing also here, um, is his father kind of distant from you or is he like not, um, how can I say this? Would it be correct here that his dad is emotionally kind of distant from dealing with the grief? Um, possibly, you know, because we both handle the grief differently. So, yeah, okay. possibly. Then um, I'm going to add on to it a little bit because you still live together. You still live in the same house, correct? Yes. Okay. But his dad seems to be very quiet, where he seems to have a hard time. Um, just this quietness around his dad. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I we have handled our grief differently. I know that. Yes, all I know is that there's a sense of you, you uh, and if I may say so, I think there's also, I may have misinterpreted this. I feel like you have been seeking more help, or you've been questioning more, you've been questioning, our, like, there's something about you on all these questions and you've been questioning everything. And I feel like um, you've been getting some answers, but they've been not all consistent because the way your son shows this to me is as if I'm rocking the boat a little bit. And the other thing also, um, did he also, before his passing, did he not have the best either uh, mental, um, I'm going to say this, did he go through some ups and downs with his mental health at times? About a minute left. You know, we weren't aware of it, um, okay. but... But at that age, yeah, I would say probably, you know, well, like most kids at that age. Well, I mean, well, um, you see, I went through my mental uh, mental thing when I was 13, not when I was 18. I was much more stable when I was 18. Um, but anyway, it feels, but, but you understand that your son, he was not always in, because he shows it to me as if I'm having like my mind is wobbly or my mind is upset or my mind is up and down up and down up and down as if i'm like not rocking about but it just feels like emotionally not quite stable okay okay now that's said, but do you still understand that his passing was accidental it, no it was not accidental why do i feel like i'm i feel like i'm like not jumping off a cliff but i feel as though i'm i drop into something or there's something about the drop or I have no idea what this is. I'm going to leave it be. Um, 
Do you understand him being injured on one hand or injured on one side? Uh, he was, yeah, he was definitely injured. Okay. And do you understand why he'd be showing me either like falling, jumping, crushing or something? But like, it just feels like one side feels injured. Um, I don't know about one side. It, it was. Um, oh, I'm going to yeah, go into I, the message. Okay. Like Okay, that's okay. I'm going to go into the message. Um, it feels to me that he's coming in around you, and I feel like he's encouraging you to seek more answers, to never ever, um, to never let up or never um, continue the road to. He shows it to me as if I'm walking through a labyrinth, and even if you feel like you're a little bit stuck in where to look for answers or what you're looking for, I feel like he's wanted to continue, like he's wanted to encourage you to continue growing. The other thing also that he's making me aware of, I don't know if you're connected to like Native American land or if you look for like Native American feathers, but I feel like he's wanted to send you feathers or eagle feathers. Do you understand this, please? Um, yeah, initially, you know, I was looking for feathers all the time. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like he will continue sending you signs. And even when you feel like you've come to the end of the road, he shows it to me as if then you turn around and then you're going to find other signs. It just feels like he's laying them all around you all the time. And you did something really, really quite spectacular for Do you understand the connection really quickly here to either uh, a birthday or celebration really close to 4th of July? 4th of July? Um, Not on 4th of July, but close to it. Close to July, huh? I, yes. I don't know. No, I don't. Not in July. I don't know why he's wanting. Um, I'm going to wrap it up then, I think, because he shows it to me as if I'm either celebrating something at the end of June or just before the beginning of July. And you're not understanding this. Huh? No. Yeah, that doesn't ring. I know he graduated. You know, that was there was graduation and that would have been end of May. Um, yeah, no, nothing in June or July. No, I'm going to leave it be then. I'm just going to wrap it up. Just know that your son is with you and with your uh, with your husband, with his dad. And um, one of the two of you talks to him every day. I'm not sure if you were holding a picture or if you hold or if you have like a screensaver on your phone. There's a sense of like talking to him through your heart every single day. Do you understand that, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like he's just sort of saying, Mom, just sometimes it's okay to stop and listen because I hear you every single time you talk to me. That you're talking to, you may think that you're talking to the phone, you're talking to the picture, but also listen to me. And I also took it a sense that on occasion you light a candle for him or something. Um, I haven't done that in a long time. But you used to, though, like on occasion. This is why I said, like, on occasion. It's not like a religious thing, it's just on occasion. You know, um, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's not like every week or every day. It's just, it feels to me if it was in the beginning of the grief. I don't know. It's just, he shows it to me, the lights. Something about the light and the fireworks. I don't know. I'm going to leave it, leave you with that. And I hope this was in some ways helpful. Just know that he is with you. The young man is with you, your son. Well, thank you. Yeah, so thank well. you. Thanks so much for calling tonight, Pam. You take care, okay? You too. Thanks. All right. Be well. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye. Okay, so next up we have Tanisha from Atlanta. Tanisha, are you there? Hi, yes, I'm here. Hi. Uh, did you want to have a connection with Spirit, or did you have a question for us? Um, a connection with Spirit, please. Awesome, you got it. Siri, you're up. 
Okay, Tanisha, how are you tonight? I'm doing okay, Siri. How are you? I'm good. All righty. So I'm going to try and get into the deep dive of this. Um, so the first thing, in your family, do you have any teachers in your family or people that either stand in front of other people and they share the word or they share yeah. the teachings? Okay. Because it feels like I need to acknowledge yeah. the teachers. And um, do you also understand that either you or somebody that stands close to you also, or like there are two people that are siblings or two sisters or two women that are teachers? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And are you also, by chance, hoping to hear from a younger female? I am, yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you this. Like, I had no idea who I was going to bring through. It's just suddenly it's like, hey, here I am. And there's a sense of just wanting to pop through and be really, really um, just with joy. And um, is this, by any chance, your daughter? This, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, then I'm going to go into this way because I feel like your daughter's coming through. And I also do get a sense that um, I feel like she was um, like the previous caller. I feel like she's a young, either. Um, I feel like she's a late teens or young 20s. Do you understand that? Yes, she was 19 okay. when she passed. Okay, you see, I knew it because I knew that I was again, I felt like I was on the threshold of the 20. Alrighty. And um, do you still have a lot of her baby clothes? Or do you understand why she shows me like, oh, look at this and look at that, like looking at the little baby shoes. You still have a lot of her stuff, don't you? Yes. Okay. And uh, my feeling is that you've been looking at some, like, you know, like when you have a baby and you bring the baby home and then they have the, uh, you know, the first shoes or the first footprint or the first this or the first that. I feel like lately you've been thinking of putting it together as if you're making a collage or you want to make something off of it or it's, it's as if you want to reconstruct her life in a, uh, in a timeline or something. Do you understand this, please? Mm, yeah. Also, yeah. I'll, I'll say it in a better way. Um, you have some of her old items, right? I do, yeah. Okay. And would it be correct that they're, they're kind of like either in a box, but you haven't put them out, or you haven't put them on display? That's correct, yes. Okay. Because it feels to me that, and the other thing also, do you have either like a corner of your home or her bedroom still the way it was, or like a shrine or a corner of, I'm going to say it how it is, it feels like she's highlighting a corner of your living room that either has a lot of her things or a lot of her photographs or a lot of her, just just a lot of her stuff. I do have a lot of her pictures up in that one section, yeah. Yes, okay, because I know that she's zooming in on this corner. And as I'm doing this, uh, I feel like it would be such a wonderful thing to have like my baby shoes out or my little baby frilly frocks and whatnot. And I think it has to do with this, finding the joy with the moments that you had, because if I may say, um, um, she's highlighting now wanting to talk about either four siblings or four in a family. Do you understand that, please? Yes, I understand that. Okay. And out of the four, um, and then the next thing I'm going to say, um, so do you, is it you that you have like three other siblings? I do, yes. Okay, so um, and would also be correct that the one of your siblings did not in this lifetime didn't have kids or something. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so um, and would also be correct that you've been able to connect with that person quite well. Is, is the been... person who is crossed over or who is still living? Well, um, you see, I, I I almost paused right there. I almost sort of I had a little bit of a hiccup when I realized that. Um, I feel like your daughter is showing me that. Um, so one of your siblings is in spirit world. Um, yes, 
but I don't count that as part of the the. That's okay. I'm not, no, that's okay. I'm not going to go there. But then I'm going to go into a different. Okay. I'm going to go down a different road. Um, do you have, by any sense, a sibling or sister that never had kids? Yes, I do. Okay, I feel to me I need to highlight the sister that never never had kids. Like they they don't understand the love. Like they don't understand what it is to have a child. They don't understand the love. Whereas you've had like you had your daughter, and it feels to me that um, not necessarily that you're connecting on any special level, but I feel like there's something about highlighting highlighting your sister who um, who didn't have kids, and um, having a conversation about what it is to go through the loss and understanding on a better. Um, understanding up like on a better level or platform what it is to is to grieve a child or to grieve the child that never was and the other thing also either you or your daughter is either one of the two of you really musical or do you understand having her music or having her voice my daughter yes okay and she had like either the perfect pitch or she had this phenomenal voice about a minute left <laughs> I understand that. I understand that. Okay. So I'm going to say it how I see this. Because do you remember Whitney Houston? Yes. Okay. And do you remember the song that Whitney Houston uh, would sing that was um, um, in the uh, Bodyguard and I Will Always Love You? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It feels to me that your daughter, if she could, she would sing that song for you. I will always love you. And she would sing with enormous amount of emotion. And do you also, by any sense, have your daughter's phone? She didn't have a phone. Okay. No. Then I'm going to say this. Who is the one that is scrolling through the pictures constantly? Scrolling through the pictures, scrolling through the pictures, scrolling. Like it just feels like album pictures and picking out and picking the best ones out. My sister and I both do that. Okay, like you're like, oh, look at this one. So cute. Oh, my God, I miss her. It just feels to me that. And so are also you and your sister, are the two of you like super animated? No, no, no. Then I'm going to say them this way. You know, like how there are some women, they can laugh and cry at the same time. Yes. Okay. It's yes. either you or your sister. You have the ability to laugh and cry at the same time. And then you don't know if it's tears of joy or tears of grief it just feels like i need to acknowledge oh my god look at this one and then it's like oh i remember this and there's joy but with mixed with these very very um um sad tears the other thing also was your daughter was your daughter by any sense like in college or on her way to have college have the college experience college uh well she was still in school okay um oh so she was just about to graduate the high school then yes Okay. Um, the last thing I'm going to say here, did they, by any sense, have some sort of a vigil for her in her class or in her year? Not that I know of. Okay. I need to say it in a better way. Um, do you know when kids go through graduation or they have this school experience? Mm-hmm. Okay. Either that she was acknowledged on stage or she had been on stage or she had, I'm looking at a keyboard and I'm looking at being on stage. And you, are you understanding anything that I'm saying to you right now? Uh, the keyboard, I would understand that. Okay. And keyboard and uh, I feel like either someone may have, composed with her or composed a song about her or wanted to put notes together with her life about her life 
Oh. Do you understand anything that I'm saying to you? No, I don't understand that part. Okay. We need to figure out. But you understand the keyboard? Yeah. Okay. I just love music, so. Okay. Um, there either is a song that is very deeply connected to her that either was sung at her funeral or there were people from her school at her funeral and suddenly I found myself looking at a song that is deeply rooted to a school experience or to a funeral and are you understanding anything that I'm saying right now? Mm, No, no. You know, I'm going to leave it in here because in my mind, she shows me Glee. You know, do you remember the TV show Glee? Yes, I remember that. She shows me that and it feels to me that um, there's something about acknowledging the school experience with music. And I'm going to leave it in here. But anyway, so just know that your daughter is with you. And who is the one that likes to have freshly cut flowers or white flowers or fresh fresh flowers on the desk all the time? Uh, that's, that's me. Okay, yeah. and because um, I see um, I see the fresh flowers, and I feel like this is a regular thing that you just love to have the smell or the scent of flowers. So know that your daughter is with you. On the, she is uh, she, like the way she shows it to me is like, mom, get something. Like it's as if she's wanting you to create something fun with her childhood years, as if you're making a nice collage or something with her experience as a little girl and growing up, like a timeline of sorts. Okay. Okay. You know, from from early age until like she becomes a young adult. Anyway, she's also last thing that she's wanted to say. Do you also banish us have a jewelry or have her um, necklaces? Yes, I have jewelry. Yeah. Okay, and do you also sometimes wear her necklace? Sometimes. Okay, because it feels like she's wanted to acknowledge, "Mom, I see you." So uh, whenever you walk around with a necklace, um, then she's with you. She's always with you. Anyway, hey, I hope this was helpful. So now you know that your oh, daughter is here. Thank you so much. This is so oh, welcome, Thank Tanisha. Thank you so much for calling, have Tanisha. You have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. bye-bye. Okay. We have time for maybe uh, two more quick readings. So let's, um, who's our next caller? We have Ozzy from New York. Ozzy, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Hello. Hey, Ozzy. How are you? So um, the first thing that I'm going to say is, um, the first thing that I'm being shown right now, right here now, um, are you yourself, Ozzy, somewhat of a either handy person or creative person, or have you been doing something lately, lately with your hands in your home? Yes, I would say I'm a handy man. Okay. So not that you're a carpenter by trade, but you seem to know a thing or two about whether it is like putting together like a handrail or if it was um, like needing to fix the doorknob or like little things like this. Um, yes, that's, yes, yes. 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 Okay. And mind you, so this is actually exactly what is going on in my mind. Um, this is what is called remote viewing. But at the same time, I feel like I'm walking with a spirit through your home. Do you understand that you may have to change the doorknob on one of the doors or one of the doorknobs is loose? Yes. Okay, and um, are you also, by any sense, hoping to hear from a younger person? Yes, I am. Okay, is this, by any sense, your son? No. It's not. 
Oh, it is your daughter. Okay. Then I'm going to say, was she a bit of a, uh, like a daddy's girl or would she also have been like your shadow? She would have been following you around, like figuring out how to fix things. Uh, she was definitely uh, daddy's little girl. Okay. And a little bit of a tomboy, but with a feminine twist. Yes. She was okay. um, into gymnastics. Okay, well, I'm going to say, it just feels me, you know, like how some girls are very, very girly, but some girls, they're like, you know, they'll put on the sweatshirt and they'll put on the baseball hat and they'll like be more sort of energetic, like not with the makeup stuff, but more into the energetics of things. I do apologize. I thought it was a son. It's just I knew there was a younger individual that was very, just very, very high in energy and very powerful in uh, in her own way. Um, the other thing, um, the with your daughter here... Um, the the house that you live in is it by any chance a house either on two floors or does it have a basement? It, it, it's a two floor house. Okay, so it's a two because I feel like I'm upstairs downstairs, and the doorknob that you need to fix is it by any chance on the lower level? Yes, it is. Okay, because um, it feels to me that she's like showing me you're looking at it it's like oh I should fix it and then you don't get it like you're not getting it done and it's like oh it's still loose and. You know, one day you might lock yourself out. I don't know. I don't think so. But it's kind of like laughing at it that you don't get things done, even though you think about it. Um, and the other thing also, before her passing, would it make sense to hear also she did not get a chance to say goodbye? Um, yes. Okay. And I'm going to say it how I see this. Um, now, she also has siblings, doesn't she, though? Yes, she does. Okay. I don't know who it is, but she's wanted to kick the shin. Of one of her siblings, does she by any sense have a brother? Yeah, she has a brother. Okay, I had a feeling. Um, and uh, is her brother being a little bit of a, I don't know, not obnoxious, but just a little difficult lately? Um, a little bit. Yeah, like it's, it's just a little so bit. He, you know, he has his moments. Yeah, it's just a little bit because I think this is why, like his uh, his sister is wanting to kick his chin, like just cut, like cut it out. You know, like when siblings get into that little bit of a scuff, you know, like a little bit of a scuffle, and like, just cut it out. Um, yeah. And so, uh, so it's like a little bit obnoxious or a little bit annoying lately. And um, the other thing, also, either your daughter or your son does either one of the two of them wear baseball hats all the time. No. Okay, then why am I turning? Um, you see, I find myself putting on a, I think it is a baseball hat or something, and I'm turning it backwards, and I'm turning it backwards. Um, I, I I always wear my Mets hat, and I turn it backwards. Oh, so you are the one. Okay, so you have a baseball, and it's yes. Ma- the Mets? Okay. Um, I'm guessing that it's not the Metropolitan Opera. <laughs> Opera. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> obviously i know nothing about sports um honestly i don't even know if it's baseball or, or football and that's okay but um anyway so you're so you're okay so i, I need to say this it feels like your daughter is a daddy's girl and before her passing though do you understand the last two weeks of her life they were kind of challenging or the last five days of her life were kind of difficult yes for sure Okay, because I need to say this way, um, you know, when people are dealing with, um, I don't know if it's health issues or what it is, but I feel like not everyone got a chance to say proper goodbyes. As in, yes, yes, as in, in in other words, um, if somebody is, um, do you understand they're also being in a hospital or being brought to a hospital? Yes, at one point. 
Yes. Okay. Not necessarily that she passed it, but it just feels like like the stress around it is. Um, it's just it just feels chaotic, and I know there's hospital involved. Um, not in her passing necessarily, but at some point. Um. um and then the, that said, um, the but she must have two siblings though, doesn't she? No, she just has the brother. Just the brother. Why is it then? Then I'm going to say this with you. She had two dogs. She has two dogs. Mm, no, it's not where I'm going with it. When people got a chance to say goodbye to her, were you one of the few, or was it you and her mom that actually got a chance to say goodbye? And one, like two out of three. Do you understand that? No. Okay, then I'm. Um, I mean, we both te- we both texted her that night, and we said, you know, we love you to each other. Okay. Um. But you understand that people are not okay. So you two texted her that night, but would also make sense that she did not also get a chance to say goodbye to her brother. Yes, that's true. Uh, okay, because it feels to me I need to acknowledge two out of three. There's a love message, or there's a sense of love from two out of three, and um, does one of the dogs that she had um, spot like? Does one of her dogs have like interesting freckles or spots? Not to say like they're Dalmatian. Yeah. Okay. But is it like some sort of a strange breed or a mixed breed or like? Yeah, or he's a greyhound. Oh, okay. But he's got this spotted fur or something. Yeah, he he he, his uh, color is like spotty. Yes. Okay. Because he's like a really bizarre um, looking, not bizarre looking, but unusual. I'm gonna say unusual fur. Anyway, so um, yeah, like unusual coloring or unusual pattern or something anyway so just know that your daughter is the one that is with you and i feel like she's uh she just really 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 loves to hang out with you and um and i also took it as a do you also by instance have her picture in your car i do okay and i'm, I'm gonna say this i don't know if the, her picture is by the the mirror or is if it's in the visor or something, but I feel something like you, every time you get into the car and you hear the sound of, you know, you open the door and you hear the sound of ding, ding. And I feel like the first one that you see is your daughter. Yeah. She's in the visor. Oh, okay. I, I kind of, because it's like, you look up and you're like, off we go. So I know that your daughter drives with you wherever you go. There she is. She drives with you. And so uh, just take her love and just know that she's always close by and she's always in your heart. And, you know, it's sort of like two heartbeats together as one. And um, do you by any chance either wear, uh, not bracelets, or do you wear a watch? No, I don't. Does, um, I'm going to say something. I'm going to take a little bit of leap of faith. Um, she's highlighting her wrist as if somebody is either wearing like a, a wristband or yeah, uh, mom, 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 mom wears a lot of wristbands with her name on it. Yes. With her name on it. Exactly. That's exactly. Cause it feels like I need to acknowledge the wrists, uh, the wrist with my name, the wrist with my name. Please let mom know how much I love her. Please let her know how much I love her. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, I hope this was helpful. So just take your love and kisses from your daughter, please. Thank you so much, very much. Thanks so much for calling in, Ozzy. You take care. You too. All right. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Okay. okay. So, Siri, we're uh, out of time. That flew by, huh? That hour? Oh, we're out of time. Oh, yeah. it, I mean, it goes it goes so quickly. And there, there's always so many callers. I know, I know, but we got uh, you. Uh, you you killed it tonight. So I'm. Uh, it's always thank nice you. to have you on. So I'm. Oh, thank you. 
Awesome. Well, yes. we are, you know, uh, out of time, but I would like to thank you, Siri, our guest, um, for joining us this evening. And if our listeners want to um, find out more about your work or if they want to schedule a reading with you, um, are, are you doing readings right now? Oh, yes, I am. Oh, you are? Okay. And, uh, yeah. And I actually, I actually, because I haven't been, um, I haven't been marketing uh, at all. So I actually had quite a few openings. And if people are in time zones that don't fit into the U.S. schedule, they can always email me because um, I actually penciled somebody into my calendar um, late at night that was in Australia. Oh, good. Okay. So so I'm, I'm flexible outside of my calendar. Is the best place to book on your website? Yeah, just go on the website and uh, there's a tab that says book a session and go underneath there. And then you're going to see in-person sessions and also Zoom sessions um and any questions i'm pretty good about responding i try my best to respond to people the best i can awesome so series website for those of you who do not know is spiritoflight.com or if you can't find it or don't have a pen to write that down you could just go on the forever family website and on our listing of our certified mediums we're all there and you can just click series name and it'll link right to her website well thank you again series so much for being on the show i really do appreciate it Thanks, and, you know, and thank you to the Forever Family Foundation for giving me the opportunity. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And I'd also like to thank our listeners for being with us tonight, as you are so many nights um, that, you, that you join us. And we do hope that each and every one of you finds your way to healing. And we invite you to go to our website at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. And please tune in next week at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for Signs of Life Light. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Joe Peretta. And if you'd like to check out more of my work, you can visit me on my website at joeperetta.com. That's P-E-R-R-E-T-A. Or on Instagram at Joe Peretta. Uh, it's more of a personal Instagram, but I do post my um, events and things like that that I'll be doing if, if uh, I'm doing anything in person or webinars or anything like that. And in the meantime, I'd like to wish you all a great evening. And always remember... Your loved ones are just a heartbeat away, and one day science is going to prove it. Good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.